You are listening to the DFJ Entrepreneurial Thought Leader Series, brought to you weekly by the Stanford Technology Ventures Program. You can find podcasts and videos of these lectures online at ecorner.stanford.edu. Juan Andres Fontaine has degrees in economics from the University Católica of Chile and from the University of Chicago. He's been a research director at the Central Bank of Chile, a professor at some of the major universities in Chile, and a visiting professor at UCLA. He has been the Minister of Economy of Chile for only six months. So we actually today have an opportunity to influence him as we ask him some questions and uh, give him some guidance about what he can do to change the country. Without further ado, Minister. Thank you, Tina, for this uh, invitation, this opportunity to address uh, all these uh, people here, young talents that are going to change the world, I think, in the future. Uh, and, uh, um, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, be inaugurating this uh, uh, excellent uh, auditorium. Uh, um, well, let me first uh, say a few words about, about myself. Uh, I'm not uh, an entrepreneur. I've never started up a company. Uh, uh, I'm a, a public policy uh, guy, basically. I've been trained as an economist, and I've worked and have the, the, the fortunate, actually, to participate in two crucial instances in the recent history of Chile. One was 25 years ago, when we had had a very big crisis, and I was able to work there in the team that actually uh, solved the situation and, 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 and uh, uh, well, help Chile to uh, take off in, in, and have a, a very successful performance in the, in the next years. And then, again, this uh, time I've been called to serve in, go in the government with a clear mandate to uh, uh, help uh, draw uh, uh, policies that would increase productivity and get Chile to become a developed country during this decade. That's the mission the pr President Piñera has, has uh, set for us. So uh, uh, this is very challenging. You may, being, we are different generations, of course, and we, we, some of you may think some, as, as a bit uh, distant, this idea of, of, or this love for po public policies. Uh, you are more private-oriented uh, uh, people. In my generations, we used to think that uh, in order to change the world, you had to, to, to make a revolution. Some people around here were basically uh, wearing flowers in their heads and, 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 and trying to uh, make the re revolution through peace and, and, and love. Others around the world were doing less uh, peaceful things, you know, to, 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 to change the world. Uh, and all those uh, experiments failed, actually. But we get very moved for, uh, as a generation for finding ways of, through public policy, changing the, the, the world. And I have had the fortune of doing that, in a sense, in Chile, uh, of participating in this... Uh, 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 creation of a, a new way of, of managing Chile is sort of a startup uh, for the nation, uh, uh, which has the, uh, uh, the, the orientation of actually uh, widening the room for uh, people to innovate. So to, instead of changing the world through revolution, to change the world through innovation, which is what you see here in, in, in Silicon Valley very easily. So, well, going for a bit for the presentation, well, I come from Chile, and probably not many of you are, many are familiar with, with Chile. Chile is a small country, uh, 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 16 or uh, uh, 17 uh, billion, uh, million people. 
the, the size of the GDP measured in, in, in equivalent dollars is more or less the size uh, of Singapore or uh, uh, Ireland, uh, Portugal, or around these numbers, more or less, as the size of the total, the total size of the economy. But of course, uh, our per capita income is much below those other countries, so that's why we are classified as an as a, as a upper middle income. We are rich in exports of copper, fruit, uh, uh, wine, uh, and things that are there, and we are famous for our interesting things as Pablo Neruda, Easter Island, and so on. Huh? That's the, the, the country where I come from, and, uh, and this is our recent history uh, uh, in which we had this period of from um, around 1970 to around 1985 in which many awful things happened in Chile, uh, uh, and the economy was basically uh, uh, trapped on a uh, low growth path, uh, right by inflation, uh, uh, and of course, people were frustrated, and, and, and that tend to create uh, uh, the wrong kind of answers. Uh, so, so policies, instead of actually uh, opening up the room for innovation, creativity, and so on, were very interventionistic and, and, and tended to, to make uh, things uh, worse. We had a big crisis I mentioned in, in the mid-80s, uh, which has some similarities to the crisis the U.S. has undergone uh, in the last uh, couple of years. And then we had that uh, takeoff, uh, uh, um, uh, which was uh, uh, engineered by a number of policies in which I, I worked from the central bank, basically as a macroeconomist there. Uh, uh, and, and, and we had that very uh, strong growth for uh, about 12 years, growing at around 8% per year. And up to, up to the point there when we got to the uh, Asian uh, 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 crisis, Chile has a lot of connections with Asia because we, our, about 40% of our exports go to Asia. So when, when the Asian crisis hit uh, well, Asia, well, we, we, it, it hit us also uh, quite strongly. And, and we had that slowdown in growth and uh, uh, in productivity that you see there. What, and so after that, those 12 years of very fast growth is as, as if we got tired and we got 12 years of what we call the siesta period, mm -hmm. in, which, in which actually uh, productivity uh, it tended to stagnate. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and as I mentioned, the mission we have is to uh, speed up uh, uh, growth through uh, increasing productivity uh, growth. And to achieve this uh, uh, stage of, uh, or to cross the, thrust, the threshold of development during this uh, decade, mm -hmm. uh, that uh, uh, would mean to increase our per capita in income from $15,000 uh, to uh, about uh, 23 uh, uh, by the end of the decade, which would put us at the level of the lowest uh, uh, developed countries uh, these days, uh, which is the level... Uh, but, uh, that Portugal has, for example, or, or the, Czech, the Czech Republic is close to that, eh? so the, the purple uh, uh, column there would be our, our, our target. In order to get to, to, to that uh, level, we have to uh, uh, increase the rate of growth of the economy to about 6% per, per year. Eh? Uh, and we are starting the, in the right, on the right track in the sense this year we are going to grow close to 5.5% after having a very, very terrible earthquake at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, so that, uh, of course, uh, uh, affects initially if the first half of the year has been very much affected by that. But we are speeding up, and, 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 and estimations are that we are going to get to grow at around 6 or 6.5% 6 next year. So, so, 
So we are in the right uh, uh, track. Uh, and, and we feel we have all the potentialities of actually accelerating growth because, as I mentioned, 40% of our exports go to Asia. Asia, of course, is a very fast-growing region these days. We have the, um, we produce many of those commodities for, for which the Asian countries, uh, the, 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 the Asian countries lack. Uh, and, 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 uh, and we are, for obvious reasons, very connected with Latin American uh, countries, with Brazil, for example, which is another fast-growing country these days. The, the Brazilian tide is going to lift all Latin American boats, uh, 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 and we are going to benefit from that. Uh, Chilean companies have become very globally oriented uh, among uh, uh, our main exporters. We have top of the world exporters in, in copper, in, in salmon, in, in wine, uh, uh, in wood pulp. Uh, and the, we have some other uh, companies that have become uh, um, sort of leaders in this so-called multi-Latins uh, 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 that are uh, uh, um, uh, investing in many Latin American countries, in retail, in airline, and, and other sectors. We have this new company starting. But we think we need to uh, uh, um, accelerate this, this uh, process. That's a 6% growth uh, that would take us uh, by the end of the decade to become a developed country. And to accelerate uh, that growth, uh, what we need is to uh, 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 foster innovation and entrepreneurship. And that's what we are what's setting a number of policies that go in that direction that would basically try to get uh, Chile to be the innovation hub uh, of South America uh, by uh, interconnecting us with the innovation centers of the world. And of course, the most important of all uh, Silicon Valley. Eh? Uh, 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 that's why we have the, uh, uh, the underlying it, that connection. Eh? We are doing a number of things to actually uh, uh, get to this uh, result. Uh, uh, one of, it, of, of them, I can answer the in the specific questions, other uh, subjects, but the, 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 what we are doing is this uh, uh, startup uh, program that's going to uh, connect Chile with, with, with California. Uh, uh, which is in the, in the line of actually uh, exploiting this long history of, of interconnection between uh, Chile and, uh, and California, which, as you know, are very similar in terms of landscape, as you have, the, you see, we have the, more or less the same kind of deserts, the same kind of vineyards, uh, uh, the same kind of, of, of coastline. Uh, 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 they're amazingly similar. So our aim is to uh, replicate this similarity in terms of landscape, now in terms of economics and innovation. And uh, who knows, perhaps 30 or 50 years, years from now, uh, uh, Chile is going to be as California is today with the help of, 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 of uh, innovators. And we are going to uh, try to uh, bring those innovations to Chile. For, for, in order to do, to do that, we have this startup Chile program in which we are uh, attracting uh, young, talented uh, uh, um, entrepreneurs, probably after fi finishing or graduating here or in other uh, universities of the world, to go to Chile to uh, do the, the early uh, uh, stages of their, of their uh, uh, innovation in Chile. And we are facilitating the process, granting uh, uh, some money and, and, uh, for, for, six, for a six-month period and, and other facilities in order for them to uh, settle there. Why uh, to do that? Because we think that in order to 
to get in the, this innovation culture in, going in Chile, we need to create a mass a critical mass of people doing this and to uh, have these uh, strong connections with the uh, innovation centers of the world. So uh, you are all, all invited to, to uh, apply to this uh, program when you finish your studies and, and thank you uh, for, for, for your patience. Great, that was a fabulous setup, and I've got a whole bunch of specific questions. Um, I actually am lucky enough that I got to spend six weeks in Chile at the end of the year. So I got to get to know the country pretty well, I got to travel pretty broadly, and was completely, totally uh, in, enchanted by the country. And I'm wondering, um, for you, as a new government official, what levers do you have to make changes in the country. I mean, obviously, there's some things that you can control and there's some things you can't. What are the types of things you're trying to do and what levers do you have to control them? Well, as, as, as you know, Tina, in the, in the um, uh, innovation or, or entrepreneurship uh, uh, ecosystem, you have many, many uh, parts of it. What we can control relatively easily is the legal and governmental policies, uh, and we're doing that in terms of, for example, uh, uh, lifting uh, regulatory and bureaucratic barriers to entrepreneurship. Uh, there, there are many of them. You know, politicians typically do, as part of their job, create these kind of barriers and regulations, things like so. And we have to, to be careful to, to, well, some of them are necessary, of course, but, but, but others are just useless and, 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 and we have to, to, to eliminate them. We're doing that. Uh, uh, on a very consistent uh, way. For, uh, we are also trying to in, uh, uh, review visa uh, uh, procedures. Uh, uh, for example, the, 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 the experience here, of course, is that uh, immigration is a very powerful uh, source of, of, of innovation. Uh, uh, we, we want to we welcome in, in immigration to Chile, but in order to do that uh, uh, in a practical way, we have to actually review the visa procedures. There are a number of things I saw we're doing. Terrific. Now, when you look at Silicon Valley, what things inspire you here? What things do you hope to replicate? When you you know obviously you came here with a lot of your colleagues. You've been here many times before. Um, what are the things that you look at as models? You go, boy, I would really like to replicate this back at home. Well, what, what, what I see here is a very, very uh, a powerful and, 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 uh, and um, productive uh, combination of uh, academia, of uh, high-level science, and uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and that, the, the way to make th that combination is what we want to, to do, really. Uh, 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 we do have good scientists in Chile, for example. We do have good entrepreneurs, but there's not that much of a connection between the two. Eh? What, what we want to, to replicate is that, you know, to, 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 to have, well, uh, uh, Chile become uh, an innovation hub in, in South America. So what are you doing to make that happen? Well, as I mentioned, some things are related to, to connecting here with, 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 with other successful centers as, as, as Silicon Valley. Uh, we are uh, bringing uh, 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 entrepreneurs here uh, and taking uh, young entrepreneurs to, 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 to Chile. Uh, we are uh, uh, attracting uh, IT uh, companies to locate in Chile. We are attracting uh, uh, centers of excellence to locate in Chile through government support. In addition to the standard uh, government support for education, 
scholarships abroad. We have a big, large program of scholarship abroad in Italy and, 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 uh, and the funding for uh, R&D. Great. Now, there are a lot of things that we know make Silicon Valley a really successful place for entrepreneurs and people who want to bring their ideas to life. Uh, one of them is that there is a real tolerance for failure. And people know that if they try something, if they take a risk and it doesn't work out, that that's not the end, that they're going to have many other opportunities to try again. Tell us a little bit about that culture in Chile. Is this something that is the same or different? Well, there we have problems, clearly. And the sort of problems that are not that easy to, to tackle uh, because there's a deep cultural uh, problem there. Uh, 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 there's, a, uh, there's some distrust in Chile. And, and so people tend to think that when someone fails, it's uh, because uh, uh, it was committing a fraud mm -hmm. uh, or it was actually... Uh, he has intention to, to actually to fail. Eh? Uh, that's a typical suspicion. And, and, and that has to be overcome gradually, I think. In the meantime, what we're doing, though, is to, uh, which can be done, is to change the uh, um, uh, bankruptcy law. Our bankruptcy law tends, creates a problem, in a sense, because, because it, it's very easy from a bank, standard bankruptcy procedure to become charged uh, for, uh, for, from, for fraud. Uh, and so it, uh, and, th th and that of course tend to to, to uh, uh, ex exaggerate this, this this kind of of, of social uh, uh, stigma on on people that that, that they go through a uh, uh, failure. Great. So uh, it sounds like it's something you're thinking about. Yes. 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 Very much indeed. Huh? Great. Now. Um, there are other things that are very important in this culture here. One is that we have uh, a strong venture capital, you know, risk capital investments. People are willing to put money down on ideas that are really, really new, that are really pretty risky. Does that exist in Chile? Yes, we have a, a, a young uh, ca uh, venture capital industry uh, uh, that uh, is supported by, by Corfo, the, the uh, uh, development agency of the government. Uh, uh, and, uh, and it is uh, working. They have money, they have close to $300 million to, uh, not, not uh, uh, yet invested because they complain that there are no enough uh, projects uh, or not enough uh, uh, entrepreneurs in Chile. Uh? Although some entrepreneurs complain the other way around. So, uh, <laughs> always, uh, but but, but uh, uh, so we have the, the elements there. I tend to think in general, although the, the venture capital is very important, clearly, but one has to be clear in this, I think, that the, actually money follows good ideas, and it's not the other way around. So the crucial thing is to have the good ideas. When, when you have the good idea, money is going to come in. Uh, uh, and, and we do have a capital market that is capable of doing that, I think, in, in partially. And of course, there is a world market also where you can access to Silicon Valley or to Wall Street or whatever and, and get financing there. Great. So one of the other things that this area is known for is having lots and lots of 
role models, local role models. You know, you can look around this room and see lots of people probably who have started companies in our midst right here. And so uh, you can clearly uh, see that people, you know, look like you. Boy, you look like me. You sound like me. You've been in my classes. Um, you know, if you did it, I can do it too. And people are also very generous in sharing uh, their insights and their experience and their network. Are there those type of role models there? Is it, can people look and say, wow, this person did it, you know, I can do it too? We certainly have them. Uh, we, don't have, we, we, we have not exploited the role models so, so much, uh, but we are working on that. And, 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 and this mission, myself here with my team, uh, 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 we, have, we brought here 11 uh, 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 entrepreneurs, which are in the initial stages of their process, uh, uh, which we think they, they have a high impact or likely to have a high uh, potential. Uh, uh, and and, and uh, we would like to have them being uh, those, uh, to become those uh, models. Well, so I got we're a doing that. Huh? I got a chance to meet them this morning. They were yeah. really impressive. So I, I, I think so too. But one of the big issues that comes up is that people often don't understand that there are really different types of entrepreneurship. There's necessity entrepreneurship. You know, those people who go out and start a business that you know, supports their family and it's very limited in its, its potential. And then there's who are sort of opportunity uh, uh, entrepreneurs who start things that are very scalable and have a potential to really grow quite large. Do people differentiate between that? Do you differentiate? Do you have a goal to develop one versus the other? Well, there's nothing wrong with the first uh, uh, variety in the sense of, well, of course, small businesses are needed and, and so on, so we'll have that happening anyway, and we are lifting barriers to, uh, to, to, to foster the creation of, 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 of uh, uh, businesses or starting up businesses in Chile. Uh, but of course, the, the real growth of the economy, the growth of productivity is going to come from companies that don't have a vocation to remain small. It's exactly the opposite. They have the vocation to, to grow and to, to grow not only in Chile but also abroad. So, so uh, uh, the second kind of, 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 of entrepreneurs is the ones who would like the most. Great. And I know that a lot of companies, especially in small countries, uh, try to be global from the get-go. I mean, is that something that, is, that these companies are doing that you talked about, these, these new entrepreneurs? Are they starting out with the mind that their company is a global business even from the day they start? Well, that's the idea. Huh? And, 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 and that's happening in a sense. Because we are a very small market uh, uh, and a very open economy. We have uh, trade agreements with about 50 uh, countries. We have very low import tariffs. So it's, it's, it's our fully uh, outward-oriented uh, economy. So it's very natural for an entrepreneur born in Chile to be thinking of exporting. Okay, so let's look at it the other side around, though. One of the benefits of being in Silicon Valley is this huge influx of people from all over the world with different ideas, with different cultures, with um, different all different resources they bring in. In fact, if you look around this room, it looks like the UN, right? We've got, <laughs> right? We've got you know, people here from all over the world. You know, when I go to Chile, I don't see that. So um, is that something that you see as a challenge to, you know, instead of having people in Chile looking outward to the rest of the world, to have the rest of the world coming to Chile? Well, we, we, we welcome that, that, that happening. Uh, and and, and as, as we start growing fast and, and, and having investments coming and, 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 and uh, demand for, for, for high qualified uh, professionals and, 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 and 
uh, things of that sort, uh, we are going to get, I think, that inflow of people coming to Chile. Uh, we do have it at a small rate these days, but, but it's going to increase significantly, I think, in the future. We are attracting uh, for investment, we are attracting IT uh, uh, companies to settle in Chile, and that, that's going to create that movement. We have to review, as I said, the visa procedures. We have a bit, uh, always have some problems there, uh, and we are, we are working on those. Uh, uh, but but uh, clearly, uh, we think that the the consequence of this uh, strategy is going to be to change the mixture of Chile, pe pe people you saw in the, in the streets in Chile to, to resemble more of what we see here. <laughs> Great. Terrific. Now, you talk about um, visa uh, issues. You know, there are all these little things that end up having a really big impact on people's ability to uh, show up there and then, you know, essentially turn their ideas into companies. What are the variables that you're thinking about? Um, are there things that actually work better in Chile than here? Are there things that you go, wow, this is something I should really advertise, that we've got these resources that actually don't exist anywhere else? Well, first of all, as I said, we, we, we are uh, situated in a, in, a, in, in, in a location that is very uh, unique you know, to exploit the growth of the emerging world. And, and we think growth is going to come in the near future in, uh, from the emerging world, both Asia and South America, or Latin America. Uh, 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 second, we, we, we have a very open, uh, free market uh, environment that, that is good uh, for, for, for starting businesses. And third, we have low costs, which of course helps a lot. Huh? Uh, uh, so in comparison with uh, Silicon Valley, let's say, that uh, variable is crucial. We, we are much lower cost producer or, or in many services, and that helps for, to, to, to uh, foster uh, businesses there. Great. Now, I know you launched this really interesting new initiative, this Startup Chile, to entice you know, folks from around the world to start their companies in Chile. I think it's really a, a bold move. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what this is about. I mean, what do people get? I mean, if I decide I want to come to Chile and start my company there, what, what, do I, what are you going to give me? We're, we're, what we are doing is to offer $40,000 for people that said go to Chile. That's a grant. They, they get that grant for doing their early stages of their project in Chile. And we help them with the other uh, to, to, uh, facilities, uh, offices, and things of that sort to, to settle there. Uh, and the condition they have to comply is that they have to, first to have the, the project has to be approved by a board. Uh, uh, so they have to apply, uh, apply for, for, for that uh, uh, approval. And, and, and they have to, to, to be there and interact with Chilean uh, uh, entrepreneurs to give a few talks. Uh, of what they are doing, because what we want to get from this is the, the interaction, the critical mass that creates interaction between Chilean people, uh, uh, Chilean entrepreneurs, as, uh, and these uh, 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 entrepreneurs we are bringing from the rest of the world. And you know, to that, to do that, we need the, that kind of, of, of conversation to take place. Uh, and, and, and the other thing we want is that these uh, 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 entrepreneurs probably are going to, after they spend six months or a year in Chile, they're going to move probably here or some other place. And, and, and we want them to get connected to Chile. The, the best way to actually uh, uh, get this uh, interconnection with, with these 
uh, innovation centers of the world that I was mentioning is, is through people. In the end, this is basically a matter of, 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 of getting to know the other people. And, and, and this is a way to do it. Uh, right. uh, that's, so those, that's what we want to right. get from So it's that. a nice way of inviting people down there and spend some time and get to know the country. Now, let's change gears a little bit. I mean, here we are in a university. And I know that I've spent a lot of time uh, with the universities in Chile. And uh, I'm curious, what is happening in the universities there to stimulate this type of thinking? Because certainly, you know, we have a room full of students here who, who are thinking about what can I learn in the classroom and in extracurricular programs that will prepare me to enter this entrepreneurial world. What's happening in the universities in Chile to make that happen? Well, we, we do have good universities in terms of the training, the quality of the professors are good, the, 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 the curriculum, uh, uh, but they have been focused basically on, on, on sciences or, or other uh, typical subjects, not that much on a, a training in entrepreneurship. Uh, and, and, and with your help, Tina and, and, and others, <laughs> they are now focusing that. And that's a revolution that is happening in, 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 in Chileans, uh, Chilean universities uh, uh, these days. Uh, uh, and uh, I, uh, that's going to change probably the curricula, but also uh, the way the professors sing, uh, see their role. Uh, because uh, we are not used, for example, having science professors thinking in terms of patents. Uh, of, of, of their research or, or of uh, uh, start, uh, engineering professors thinks in terms of uh, startups. Uh, that, that, that's something a bit new for us. Uh, but that's going, it's changing these days. Great. So what sort of things do you want your students to learn? What, what, would you, what would you hope they would come out of school knowing or prepared to do? Well, that depends a bit on, on the subject, of course. No, but, no, but, but, but related to innovation and entrepreneurship. Well, basically to, to have this frame of, 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 of mind that actually gets them to, 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 to think in terms of problems that have to be solved and, and, and that is a value of actually finding out the way to solve the, the, the problem and to be willing to take the risks, to, to, to uh, 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 write the benefits of that and, and, and borne the costs of, of eventual failure. Uh, that kind of a, 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 a entrepreneurial a, a frame of mind is what we want to, to, to teach, basically. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, I'm going to open it up to questions from the audience. Okay, looks like we've got the first one over here. Um, hello. Uh, well, first of all, I want to uh, give a, big, a small background on myself. Um, I'm actually Chilean. I've grown up all my life in Chile, and I came to study here as an undergrad. Um, so I've actually gotten to experience a lot of the youth, uh, well, I've got to, I know a lot of the youth mentality in both places, in the Silicon Valley, my friends here at Stanford, and in Chile, I was actually, during the summer, this summer, winter in Chile, uh, I worked at Universidad Católica, uh, and got to interact with the engineering students there, and engineering professors, and one thing that strikes me about the two cultures, the Silicon Valley culture and the Chilean culture, well, first of all, um, Engineering people here um, go into uh, what you would call, it's more common to go into electrical engineering, bioengineering, computer science engineering, and non-traditional areas of engineering. Whereas in Chile, most engineering majors are going into industrial engineering, which would be the equivalent of uh, management science and engineering, which is great because because the uh, country needs great managers and stuff. Um, but the youth doesn't have this mentality of 
developing new technologies in Chile. Whereas I have many friends here who are already thinking of ideas and their sophomore year of college, second year of college, are already thinking of technological ideas to make the world a better place. Right, that's so, a, yeah. Do you have a question? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a terrific observation. I'm wondering yeah, if you yeah. have a question. No, no, it's, it's related to the question. And I feel that's just because it's not a thing that the professors can uh, teach. It's a thing that the students get from the student body. Do you think there is something the Chilean government can do to change that mentality in the youth? Well, if we were discussing the, the role of role models is exactly that one, eh? to actually, actually uh, 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 create that, uh, that uh, example and, for, for, and, and then motivate people to do that, uh, to become uh, uh, innovators uh, in those, those areas. But I, I, I share the view that we have that, that, that uh, uh, weakness, uh, and we are working on, on, on that uh, to solve that. My question would be, if you went to other universities around the United States, would, you, would it be different? You know, is Stanford unique in the United States, or is it something that you would find anywhere around the country? So I, that would be something that... Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Great. Uh, another question, back there. Russia is currently also trying to rebuild or replicate the Silicon Valley. Have you learned, or is Chile in any way working or looking at what they're doing? Kind of modify your system? Well, it's, it's a different kind of strategy. It's sort of a top-down strategy in which you find that as a project and, 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 and settle a whatever, piece, find a land, the, the develop the buildings and so on, and try to, to create the, the physical resemblance of Silicon Valley. We, we're not actually want, wanting to replicate Silicon Valley would be useful. It would, would be useless that. What we're doing is to try to interconnect, to improving the, the way people move from these two places. Uh, and, 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 and through that means basically uh, uh, fostering entrepreneurship in Chile. Uh, it's a different sort of, of approach, I would say. Great. Over here? Yes, Pedro. So, uh, isn't that. High technology entrepreneurship is very high risk, and the Chilean culture has to change a lot in order to embrace this technology. Why is it that people are so interested in replicating Silicon Valley and not perhaps starting some other kind of economy that is more up to the resources and the culture in Chile? Well, I, I wouldn't say that the Chileans are particularly risk averse. First of all, we're a mining country. Mine cycles, and it's, uh, they're, they're awfully. Uh, 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 price oscillate a lot, and so so there is a lot of risk in in, in being a miner. Huh? Uh, 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 and 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 uh, and we, because of the different reasons of our history, have been a very unstable country in the past. So people, in, in businessmen in Chile, are very used to be to to live and 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 somehow learn to prosper in a very a risky environment. It's only that we have to redirect now uh, the, 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 the kind of, 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 uh, of uh, sectors in which they, they uh, would have to, to invest. And, and, and uh, our natural resources, for example, take the case of agriculture or of, of uh, uh, fishing, uh, are uh, um, the kind of, of, of activities that need a lot of uh, or they are can attract a lot of, of innovations in terms of, of genetic uh, engineering and things of that sort. So, for example, biotech has a very natural place in Chile, I would say. Hmm? Great. Um, how do you 
No, I don't think they, they, that would be a problem. Huh? Uh, we're a very open economy. We are used to compete in the world in terms of our products. Uh, we tend to be, I think, uh, quite friendly with, with uh, 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 visitors and, 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 and foreign people coming to Chile. Uh, uh, so I, I don't think that that would be much of a problem, really. Hmm? Great. Um, so a lot of countries are getting behind the idea of um, collaborative consumption in which third-party companies are encouraging the, their users to share items like books, accommodations, Bicycles, you know, cars, stuff like that. What is Chile's stance on collaborative consumption? Nothing to, 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 my, to my knowledge, to be honest. Do you think there would be a dichotomy in, like, would it be a battle for to introduce that market into Chile from the, gov from the government perspective? Could be. Could be. No, from the government perspective, these days is not a priority. Huh? Uh, 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 but it could be in the future. I, I think mm -hmm. what she's getting at, can I restate this a little bit, is that um, there's a tremendous interest in doing things that are environmentally friendly and uh, economic, environmentally sustainable. And as you're building a new sort of economy, um, is that something that's important to you? Can I, does that hit sort of? And not only sustainability, but, but things like Groupon, where you're, you're interacting as a group to, to proliferate an, an idea and a product. Um, couch surfing, where you get a bunch of people together and they're sharing these things, or you know, yeah, car sharing. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, to some extent, in, in countries that are not as 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 developed as this one, uh, that happens naturally, and uh, well, that's part of. of <laughs> <laughs> that's a way of, of oh, surviving no, no, when no, you are no, poor, no, you know, no, no. So, to so share right. things. Eh? <laughs> uh, uh, but in the case, in the in, uh, regarding environmental. Uh, 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 concerns, of course, in the case of energy, we are looking at ways of, of non-conventional uh, 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 energy sources and things of that sort with a, cause, uh, that are going to be more em environmentally friendly. Yeah? Great. Yep. Um, uh, the Silicon Valley here, uh, and like the Innovation Center in India, which is Bangalore, as you mentioned on the map, uh, were pretty naturally and organically created. Like They came about on their own, and not really with government support. Uh, in Chile, you're trying to, like, through government support, make this happen. Do you think this is like a temporary fix? That while the government, uh, while the government fuels, that while the government pumps in money, it will grow, and once it stops, it will fizzle out. If yes, how are you tackling that problem? Well, actually, we're not pumping uh, much money. Huh? Uh, 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 this is not a top-down program or spending large amounts of uh, of the budget in terms of. Uh, uh, R&D or certain sectors, whatever. We are, what we are is sort of a surgical intervention we are doing. We are trying to uh, uh, remove certain bottlenecks, barriers, and things of that sort that are somehow creating the problem. Huh? And you uh, 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 know to uh, unleash the natural entrepreneurial spirit within it's there in Chile. Huh? That's basically what we are trying to 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 do. Great. Yes.
Well, the, 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 the we have significant uh, non-copper activities like agriculture, like fishing, like others, uh, 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 sal the salmon industry, for example, which is, uh, and all those in order to survive in an environment uh, that is very competitive in the world in which costs, even in Chile, are raising, rising a bit because of, of the currency effects of the copper boom and so on, uh, 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 they need to innovate and increase the productivity through this, uh, in introducing technological uh, uh, advances. Uh, so, so, so we think the 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 uh, scenario is there for for for, for this happening. My name is Kravaraya. I'm Chilean, and I'm getting a PhD in airbrake engineering here. As you mentioned, we have a lot of similarities between California and Chile. One of which is not very nice, which is airbrake. <laughs> <laughs> so, also as you mentioned. We were hit by the fifth largest airport in the world history, back in Ferry. And even though we did quite well, we still had an economic loss close to 20 to 30 billion dollars. So I was wondering, what are we doing in terms of bringing innovation from here to Chile? And given that here we have amazing airbrake engineering centers like the one that I'm studying. Have you something formal? Well, probably something's going on that I'm not too familiar with, but, but, but let me say that I think that our uh, construction engineering uh, in Chile uh, uh, did it very well after the quake, eh? because after having such a strong earthquake of 8.8 .8, uh, uh, degrees, uh, one of the, uh, the fifth uh, strongest in the world, the amount of destruction is amazingly low, actually. Eh? That, those numbers of the, of the, of the, the 30, uh, or 20 or 30 billion dollars, uh, well, it looks high as I'm measuring dollars, but the percentage of, of the capital stock of Chile is not that large. Eh? Uh, uh, so, so actually, uh, we did well, eh? I think. Eh? And uh, in terms of the rebuilding of the country, of course, as you probably know, every earthquake teaches a lot of lessons, and we, we are, we are uh, 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 benefiting from them. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, something that, that sounds strange, but actually is going on, is that the earthquakes help to increase productivity. Because when you rebuild, you rebuild better structures than the ones you previously had. Uh, so, so, so productivity is going to increase because of, the, of that, I think. Three questions. You can have one question. <laughs> there are lots of questions. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, when you are talking about attracting companies from other countries, uh, one problem they may face is cultural strike. Um, so is there any uh, any measure to assist them to integrate into local culture, for example? Um, Political environment, cultural environment, legal environment, this kind of things. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, uh, the this program we have in in, in, in uh, the IT companies that want to locate in Chile to uh, offer uh, global services, uh, they do it in, in connection with 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 Core for the, the 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 development agency in Chile, and they get some help of that sort. But in addition to that. 
we, we have a large uh, uh, professional community in Chile that is used to, 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 to uh, work with foreign investors because we are a country that has a lot of foreign investment. So, so, so also that, that naturally take, takes place in the sense that they, they find a way to, to, to get some help. I focus on the students. From your perspective, um, as you work to low and very intensive small businesses, what advice do you have for the California government? I don't know that much about California to, to give advice, actually. In terms of the very The 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 so, entries to for for I don't know really what are the barriers here. I, I, what 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 we do see in Chile is that the process, because of political, uh, 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 the political process tend to create a lot of regulations. Some of them are useful. Some of them just create artificial barriers. Uh, 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 for entry into new businesses or to uh, start new investments and so on. Uh, 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 and we are trying to, to, to lift them. You know, the World Bank doing business ranking uh, uh, compares countries across uh, 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 the world. We have been uh, uh, um, uh, declining in that ranking. In, uh, we, we, we lost about nine positions in the last, last year. So we have to, to make up for that, to, to solve that problem by... by, by by improving there. The US as a, as a whole is, 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 is of course very well ranked in, 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 in that uh, ranking. Hmm? Right, we have a question in the middle. So thank you very much for being here. Uh, we'll listen to some measures that you will try to apply in the next years to, to get a startup really working. So I want to ask you about the specific targets. I mean specific ratios or measures you'll be looking at over the next years just to evaluate the program and say if it's been a success or a failure. Well, regarding specifically the startup program, that's a tough question because actually, since the results are going to be seen in the, in the, in the long term, we are going to have a problem there of, 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 of establishing a criteria or a metric for, for, for success. But the general idea is to create this innovation culture that, that, that uh, uh, creates innovation that is uh, valued by the market, that has a, a value in the market. And, and one way to measure that, a simple metric, would be to, to look at the number of companies, Chilean-born companies, uh, that, that are uh, traded in NASDAQ, for example. That's a very simple metric. Mm? Uh, today is zero. So it's easy. The starting position <laughs> is easy. And, 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 and the, the, what, this is a, a target uh, we have been mentioning and setting for, for the Chilean business community. Let's, and, uh, let's see how many of you are able to develop a company that is going to end up being traded in, at Nasdaq. And, for, and, and the, in the case of the Startup Chile uh, program, uh, uh, we are going to claim that the ideas that have been developed from those guys that went to Chile in the startup programs are Chilean companies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Got a question over here? Um, I'm from Mexico, and I was just working. I'm from Mexico, and I was just working on a project for the Ministry of Economy in Mexico. 
Mexico. And they were asking us uh, in the place in Argentina, in Mexico, what um, were the bottlenecks for innovation. We were just giving them some advice. Um, but I was wondering what is the Ministry of Economy doing in Chile uh, to support or to increase the link between the uh, universities and the industry in order to create the human capital that you're going to need to bring all these startups to Well, many, many things. Uh, but we, we have a program uh, uh, that is uh, supporting, giving financial support for uh, centers of excellency, uh, international centers that set, uh, that locate in Chile. Uh, and they do that on a joint venture with a Chilean uh, university. And they, they provide services basically to the business community. So that's, that's one way we are uh, uh, doing it. Uh, another one is that we have a, a tax credit uh, system in which uh, uh, the companies get the uh, tax credit if they do their um, R&D with universities or research centers in general. Mm -hmm. So that's again something we're doing. We're also working, uh, trying to help uh, the universities or uh, to somehow to um, push them to, to, to look at patents and their patent uh, system as, as a very important piece of the of the of the of, uh, of the puzzle, huh? uh, uh, and they are starting to do it. Huh? Um, so that's another idea. So we're doing a lot of things of that sort. Now, by wanting to essentially build that entrepreneurial spirit in Chile. Are you really interested in the in essentially uh, vitalizing the economic side, the technological side, or both? Are you, I mean, uh, are you trying to like make Chile an economic center, uh, or are you trying to like really build technology infrastructure? Well, basically, we want Chile to 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 be a center of the application of ideas to 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 create value, and and those ideas may come from technological advances or may come just to the employment of the, of the technological advances that are already there in a way that nobody has thought before. Uh, 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 both things, actually. Hmm? What does Chile have in terms of uh, government research funds? What does Chile have in terms of government research funds here in the United States? And government um, spends a lot of money. With, we have large government labs. A lot of money goes into universities to develop um, technologies. Most of the graduate students here, in one way, are probably funded um, by the government. Um, I'm talking graduate students in engineering sciences. Um, I think most people here would agree that Silicon Valley uh, is the result of, of, of many things, but government labs and Bell Labs, for example, Livermore, Livermore National Labs in Stanford and, and UC Berkeley, large labs, um, largely funded by the government. What does Chile have? Well, we do have a, a sort of a National Science Foundation in Chile that, 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 that's been uh, granting uh, money for research uh, for the last 30 years. Uh, 
of course, about the scale is different from, from what you have here, uh, uh, but, but uh, we do have that, uh, that supports research uh, on a competitive basis, uh, uh, and we want to, to expand that uh, in Chile. In addition to that, we have a, credit, a tax credit for, for companies doing R&D, uh, and we want to expand also that. Great. Question? Um, so I have a question about a specific how familiar you are with it. Um, so what? Uh, frugal innovation. So the idea is basically stripping down products to its basic necessities. And um, this type of innovation has really been emerging and been successful in nations like Africa, China, and India. And um, this is the type of innovation that doesn't really fit into California or like the United States specifically, but is more focused for developing nations. Um, since our conversation really comes from rotating well, I'm not very familiar really with those. Huh? Uh, 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 and, um, so, uh, sorry, but I'm not, I don't follow very much. I'm just going to repeat the question for the, those folks on the podcast is that where's the $40,000 per venture coming from? And basically, uh, how are you, what sort of return on that investment are you expecting? Right. Well, this is a pilot program with sort of a limited amount of money that we are de devoting for this. So we're, people are going to compete for this and, and, and we're going to see uh, what happens. Now, it, if the pilot works well, we want to scale it uh, uh, and we're going to look for probably private money uh, 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 to, to actually uh, expand it. Uh, uh, and, uh, and what would the return be? Uh, as I said, it's, it's not something very tangible in a sense. What we are trying to do is to develop the innovation culture. Uh, uh, and we think that creating this critical mass of people doing innovation in Chile is going to help in that direction. Uh, 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 and, and it's a small amount of money we're going to invest in this in terms of the total uh, fiscal uh, budget. We are very conservative fiscal uh, 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 people. We are not uh, actually engaging in large public investment program regarding innovation and, 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 and things of that sort. Uh, this is a very limited intervention you know, to, to get the thing moving, basically. Yeah? Great. We're going to take one more question. Carolyn. You mentioned that uh, Chile is looking at successful companies publicly traded as the measure of success, but you also said that Chile is trying to overcome um, this notion that failure is a bad thing. So how do you target for success, but also try to foster tolerance for failure? Well, I, 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 I see no contradiction because we know to get to, to be successful, you have to be willing to fail. Hmm? 
Well, we're trying to instill that culture in Chile. This is a work in progress, but, 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 but we are moving in that direction. So my question is, how are you trying to well, through, through the role of the role models we talk about, through this uh, interconnection with uh, places like Silicon Valley, in which that culture is already there, you can see it, you can sense it, uh, 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 through some legal changes as the bankruptcy law that we're going to change that tends to create that uh, uh, resistance or, or, or bias against uh, uh, taking risk. Yeah? Uh, so some number of things we're doing. Great. Well, I just want to say I have been incredibly impressed with everything I've seen. The spirit of entrepreneurship in the faculty I've worked with there, the students I have met there, and also, um, as you showed in the pictures, the diversity of resources in Chile is totally remarkable. I mean, from the, you know, the fisheries and the wineries and the agriculture and ecotourism, the, the mines, I mean, it's really quite amazing. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens over the next years as you try all these experiments. I mean, you really are doing, uh, you're being very entrepreneurial by trying these experiments, and we okay. wish you the very best of luck. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, Tina, and this is the, the Startup Chile t-shirt. You have been listening to the Draper Fisher Jurvetson Entrepreneurial Thought Leader Series, brought to you weekly by the Stanford Technology Ventures Program. You can find additional podcasts and videos of these lectures online at ecorner.stanford.edu.